Yeah, Boker Tov. So we ended off yesterday talking about how, how they use the mirrors of the women to make the laver. And we were discussing, we were analyzing it a little bit. And I was just thinking uh, a, another, a, a similar explanation, but I think getting a little bit deeper to the idea, what is the impulse that the laver, that the washing before going into the mikdash is supposed to account for? That you're cleaning yourself before you go into the mikdash, which is essentially purifying yourself. Yeah, but but what what was the mistake Bnei Israel made at the mountain? Eating, they start eating. Uh, like you get very getting, getting very, very comfortable, comfortable right? Too so comfortable in front of Hashem. Exactly. So you the have washing. To understand that you're going in front of. Exactly. Uh, the so <laughs> so the washing, the washing that we do, is is to tell us. That you're about Rambam also says this about the laws of Tum'ah Why do we have the laws of Tum'ah? To keep people To make sure that people can't always just walk into the Mikdash Because If People know that most of the time They can't go into the Mikdash And that they have to go to the Mikveh Before they go to the Mikdash Then they don't go to Then they're more careful Then they see the Mikdash as something Holy and separate But if they get too comfortable Then they start to hang out It's too easy, it's not good if it's too easy, then they lose their respect. So I'm thinking, and where does that stem from? Where does the impulse to get too close and to get overly confident and to, and to think that they can just uh, traffic in the places of Borei Olam? That's, that's, yeah, but it's, it's a uh, form of, of gava, yes. right? Like you were saying. Arrogance. So perhaps the, the mirrors which symbolize the person looking at themselves... And focusing on their vanity and their beauty is also a form of ga'ava. So we're using that type of ga'ava and applying it to that which is the humbling element. Yeah. So I think that may be a, an explanation. Okay. Perek Laman Chet Pasuk Tet. They made the chatzer, it was 100 amot long, and the, the curtains were made out of linen. Their beams were 20 and they had 20 uh, sockets that were of copper. Now, one of the differences between the Chatser and the Mishkan is that the Mishkan had two sockets per beam. But on the Chatser, it was one copper socket per beam. Again, one of these, some of these things are cryptic. I wish I knew what they meant, but that's another thing. Level of kedusha. Uh, yeah, but but what? I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't. Okay. They had hooks. What were the hooks for? The hooks were to hold the were to hold the curtain. Yes. And the chashukim were like this belt, this strap that would do, put around the beam, probably for beautification purposes. Okay. Pasuk eleven. Same thing on the other side. On the west side, it was 50 amot. They had 10 beams and their sockets were 10. And then there was on the eastern side, it's also 50 amot. But obviously this time there won't be as many beams. They only had 15 beams. Sorry, it was 15 amot of... of uh, it was 15 amot lace. Of, of curtain. Yeah. 
and then they had uh, three beams and they had three sockets for the beam. Okay, so basically what they're describing is for the eastern side, which was the entrance of the of the chaser, the way they did it was they had three sets. Okay, you had one one on the front, and then two. They were all fifteen amot wide. One was in the front, and the other two were on the sides. So that they could come. From you the could sides. come in from the sides. Exactly, that's what's going on here. Um, all of them were made out of linen. The sockets were copper. The hooks and the straps were silver. And they had a cover on the top, which was also silver. They were all wrapped with silver, all of the beams of the chatzer. You see, it's starting with gold, then it, you know, it's... Yeah, as we go out, see, it's we're making use of the lower level yes. metals. The, cen- the center of everything is all gold. You okay, almost, so a level, there's a level of... Uh, yeah. You, you also see it in, in the coverings of the Mishkan, where the lowest one, which was closest to the Aron, or closest to the inside, was was all of those wools, was the combination of wools. And the hooks that were used to, to put the two tarps together were gold. But then the second one, which was goat skin, which was on top of that, is the hooks that were used were copper. So we see that theme of gold being used, but then as you go out, it's, it's, it it's converts a, to the lower a, yeah, level metals. Yeah, exactly. right. Okay, so we're getting somewhere. The screen for the gate of the court was the screen for the was was a work of weaver and colors of blue and purple and scarlet, meaning they used the nice uh, the wolves for that for the cover of the chaser. 20 cubits was the length and the height and breadth was 5 cubits. Um, hmm. What did we say about the thing before? Okay, so they had... I'm trying to understand where this went. Okay, so this last thing is the, is the entrance cover, which you said is not from linen, but it is from all the wolves. Now, I, I want to understand one more time how the entrance worked. You had... You said, you said the front, it has two. Yeah, but, but we, we, were, we were explaining that on the wrong tzukim. Uh, so, first of all, it was 50 amot, right? 50 amot was the entrance. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Makes perfect sense. You had, on each side, you had a 15 amma wide cover of linen. Okay? So if we're entering the Mikdash, on the right side there is 15 amot, and the left side there's 15 amot. That gets us to, th- to, to, to 30. 30. Plus 15 in the middle? No. It wasn't 15 in the middle. Then in the middle, Masach Shachar Maaser, Okem Techel Ragam Agat Shani, Vishesh Mursar, Esrim Amma Orach, it was 20 amot. That got, that got us a 15. 15 total. Right, so, so there wasn't exactly the amount to cover the whole, 
to cover the whole wall, so you could there was no seeing inside. However, because the one that was made out of wool was further in front, you would walk in between them from the sides. So that's how you enter the mikdash. Okay, now we understand. Uh, all of the pins for the tabernacle and around and about were brass. What was yetedot? I thought the yetedot were... I think... I thought they were the things that they would use to pin the curtains into the ground. A yated is typically something you stick into the ground. I think that's what this is. Yeah, but... Yes, it's called pegs. The pegs, the yes. pegs. The but pegs were used said it was on the... with copper, not with brass. In the copper, brass, same thing. Yes. Okay, so they used the pegs... Yes. Uh, I know what they were used for. I remember from the book. They, they used the pegs for, uh, for outside the, the Mishkan. They needed pegs to hold down the curtains or yeah, to tighten the, the curtains, to, to, to stretch it. Stretch yeah. it. Yes, like so they're doing a... Right, all right. So that's what these pegs are for. They were used for it to stretch the curtains. Okay. I'm telling you, now, they learned learn from here how to build yeah, all of the Yeah, <laughs> all of the wisdom of architecture. Pikudeh. So what is Parsha Pigudeh? Again, it continues. Pigudeh does a couple of things. First of all, it actually cal- calculates all of the measurements of the items that were brought to the Mishkan. And the reason for this may be to show that there was complete honesty, there was complete transparency in how fun- the public funds were used. That sets a very good example. I was reading Jonathan Sachs last night, and he was saying that one of the, the whole points of Pigudeh is to show, do you remember when... when wanted to show the whole... Right, to, to show that everything was accounted is a public accounting. And Jonathan Sachs was pointing out, this, is carried, this theme is carried over when, in the rebellion of Korach, when the people were complaining to Moshe that he was taking too much power, and he says to Hashem, I have not taken one of their, one of their donkeys, nothing. <laughs> so it's very similar to that, he was saying. That Moshe is trying to show that there's complete transparency in this process, and none of the public funds will be taken. And in the, in the Mikdash, they had specific rules for this. For example, one of the rules was someone who was going into the Mikdash, I think he was not allowed to have pockets. So that, in case so that there's, no, there's no concern, there's, there's no, no doubt doubts. that he may be hiding something on the way not out. Not because of doubts, because yeah. you don't want to give doubt to anybody. Right, so there are interesting halachot that's around this. Um, where, where are those Mishnayot? Mishnayot Shekalim. So if you want to learn more of these laws of how they guarded against potential fraud in the Mikdash, it's in Mishnah Shekalim. In the second bit of Mikdash, it probably wasn't so easy because people weren't as good. But in the first bit of Mikdash, they, also there's another thing where they would drop, they would have a, a container for the Machatzita Shekel, but the container, you, there wouldn't be enough room to stick your hand in. Meaning, meaning the way it, up, it had a big what? lip, so you could put the coin in, but the, the bottom part was, but very, the bottom part was, was tight. tight, right? So that there was no way to stick to, to get it. I don't know how they would get the, the funds out, but but I remember that's also one of the other things that you learn in Mishnah Shekalim. All right, uh, and then also it talks about the the the, the clothes of the of the yes, Kohanim, and which we saw before. Yes. And also, it's, uh, I think the atonement. It starts uh, discussing about that, you know, not how to get them to start doing all the. It says they brought all the items. It also discusses 
direction and then at the end Hashem's glory fills in the tabernacle right that, that's what I'm trying to get to uh, seven, going through the anointing process seven days they prepare the Kohanim and everything right and apparently from that time the Kohanim became that's it all the children of the Kohans are Kohans yeah no I have to leave something to study on Sunday there is plenty of <laughs> okay these are the countings or the accounts of the Mishkan, Mishkan of testimony that were accounted for by the word of Moshe. Through the service of the Levim by the hand of Itamar, son of Aaron. I don't know what that means. Does that mean that the, the accounting was done by the Levim? Yes, probably. They were the ones who were around the... Here, here it interprets it differently. It says that it was the Mishkan, a.k.a. the place where the Levi'im worked. These are the accountings that were there. So it's, oh, not, so the, it's not saying that the count was done by the Levi'im. It's saying that the Mishkan is where the Levi'im worked. But okay, whatever. Maybe the account was done by Levi'im. 22. son of Uri, son of Khur. From the tribe of Judah, did everything that God commanded Moshe. With him was Aulyav, son of Achisamach, from the tribe of Dan, who was an expert in carving, craftsman, and skillful uh, designer, workman. Okay, and he was a weaver with uh, all the types of wool which he always discussed. Okay, now we go to the accounting and the numbers. Twenty-four. It was 29 kikar, ushva meot, ushloshim shekel, beshekel akodesh. And 730 shekel of the holy shekel. Vechesef pekudeha eda meat kikar. And then the money that was accounted of the people was 100 kikars. Vechesef ushva meot, vechamisha, beshivim shekel, beshekel akodesh. 1,775 shekel was... In the sacred shekel. Yes. Uh, it's millions. What is the difference between, between the... What is the difference between the Zahaba Tenufa that was 29 kikar and 730 shekel and then the next pasuk, the, the shekel that we described One, that was 1,700... Why did they put it together? I don't know. I do not know. Hmm. It's a good question. Is it because he's discussing of the different what was used for building the Mishkan or what was used for building all I'm the going to look into the Perushim and, and find some of this out for Sunday. Pasuk Kafhe. Uh, we did that pasuk. It was a beka per person. Of the half shekel was the shekel, the holy shekel. Anybody who was counted from 20 years and up, the sheshmot elef ushloshet alafim v'chameshmot v'chamishim for. Um, the 600,000, uh, 600, uh, 603,000 
and 550. Yeah, for the 600, 3,550. This is the amount of, of men over 20 dollars. Right. And they each gave a becca. They each yeah. gave one becca, which we're not sure what it is either. 27. Is that a becca, a half a shekel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Becca la gugolat is machatzita shekel. Here, here it says like this. The silver weighed 301,775 shekel. And since each male adult contributed half a shekel, a census showed a total of 603,550. Which makes sense. This suggests that the computations according to here were not made at this time, but after the erection of the tabernacle. Why is that? Maybe because they didn't have that many people? Okay. 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 The 100 kikars of silver were made for the adanim, were made for the sockets. Mm-hmm. For the sockets that we put the kirashim of the mishkan, not the chatser. And for the sockets that we put the beams of the parochet, there were 100 adanim based on the 100 kikar, one kikar per eden. Okay, so we had every socket was one kikar. And we said... Everything gets round up. It's and we said we crazy. had exactly 100 kikars of silver from the machatita shekel. Yes. So the first, I understand now what was going on. The first pasuk was saying what we had in gold. The second pasuk was saying so what we had in silver. silver. Yeah. And the second pasuk pointed out we have 100 kikars. It's a division. Where, what's it yeah, for, one is gold, one is silver. Yeah. Meaning they're saying shekel for gold and they're saying shekel, shekel for silver. Now the second pasuk said we had 100 kikars of silver. Those were used to apply to the adanim. And those were the sockets. And we'll continue this on Sunday. Baruch Adonai Amen.